Aaron Irvin, a.k.a. Algorithm, began putting pen to paper in elementary school and took the stage of the famed QE2 open mic on Central Avenue when barely a teenager. Since then, he's been all over the world performing on stages big and small as a spoken word artist and rapper. In 2012, along with Dee Collin, Elizabeth, Eliza Gordon, and Michael Elliptical Sloman, Algorithm represented Albany for the first time at the National Poetry Slam in Charlotte, North Carolina. In our conversation, we talk about writing as a form of therapy, keeping work personal, and his life now as a teacher. We start our chat by listening to Stillborn, a poem that he hasn't read again since it was recorded at the Low Beat on October 2nd, 2018. I asked Aaron where this poem came from and what has changed in his life since then. These are not tears pouring down my cheeks over children I wanted but never had. During spring, the dandelions bathe in acid rain when I walk by. The environment will not survive. But I just love to read my poetry to the open sky. I can hear the birds clapping as they depart from my words that will forever chase them into the wild. I've learned that there is dignity in being loyal to something you believe in. Those ideas, those words, are bouncing off every leaf branch and trunk while being soaked into the roots of a tree that will echo truth into the soil of our future. Thank you. Ed, it's a, it's a very deep, deep history with me and um, about um, abortion and how I feel about it and how angry I was about abortion. And um, You know, just describing like, you know, how how just things wouldn't survive my anger, you know, from, you know, about that situation that happened and um, just trying to come up with ways to express how it actually affected me. I don't normally sit down and write a piece where it's like, all right, I'm going to write about this. It's normally just a feeling. And I guess I had that feeling that day and. I wrote it and then and, and it just came out. Brings me kind of chills, you know, hearing that stuff because I don't think about, I don't try not to think about the, that part of my life anymore. I try to move on and, and then see um, better and brighter days, you know. A lot of, a lot has changed, you know, um, just ways that I cope. Trying not to write and um, the same things or about the same things. It's like, all right, I had that feeling. I had that emotion. It's good that I had that emotion. Let's try to write differently now. You know, let's try to to move forward. So that's where I'm at right now in my life. I wasn't at the moving forward stage at that point in time. I'm at the moving forward stage right now in my life. Would you consider writing a form of therapy? The writing is a form of therapy to me. That's all it's ever been. It's it was it's always been about getting it off my chest and getting it out of my mind so I don't have to constantly dwell on it. Once it's on the paper, it's like, all right, it's there. If I want to go visit it again, I can go visit it or I can just leave it in that book and that book will just be there until I open it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Algorithm when he started writing and what it was like coming out to open mics and then poetry slams. I think my earliest memory of me writing poetry was around 11 or 12. And 
you know, silly stuff like, you know, about crushes on girls and stuff like that, flowers and just really innocent stuff. And I think uh, 13 years old, I um, I actually went on stage. I was living on um, Lark Street at the time. I was 13. QE2, it was the QE2. I remember going there. It was like 96 or something like that, yeah. 1996. And I went there for the first time and I was welcomed. And they were like, wow, this kid's young. And, you know, they kind of just welcomed me and like, hey, do your poetry. And then I remember just, you know, going over to Soul's Kitchen. I remember going over to, um, yeah, so I remember going to Mother Earth's Cafe. So like the early 90s was just like cafes and it wasn't really slam poetry. And then I remember, um, I think around 16, I did my first slam at the New Yorkans Poets Cafe. Oh, my, my auntie got me down there. She was like, hey, come down. There's a, I know a person that's at this cafe. And I was like, oh man, that's so cool. It's the New Yorkans Poets Cafe. And I remember going there just, really not prepared <laughs> to get my to get my behind handed to me like I did but it was fun it was a great experience and um I don't think I um actually revisited slam poetry again until I I got with nitty gritty honestly it was about fun back then you know that's what it was originally about we would all go to the, to the we would all go to the spot and it was just about having fun it wasn't about competition it was like it was if it was competition it was friendly competition you know, and I appreciated, you know, we, we kind of got to write what we wanted to write, say what we wanted to say. There was it was a, a true safe space at, um, at the nitty gritty. Um, and I haven't seen really a safe space after that, because usually there's a I think poetry readings now they uh they usually start off with like, well, you can't say this or talk about that or talk about that or talk about that. So I kind of don't go to these poetry readings anymore because I don't feel like they're safe spaces for me anymore. Aaron goes on to explain his writing style. I consider myself a street poet. You know, it wasn't always academics. I didn't get my, I didn't, I didn't develop my writing, my writing skills or habits from being in academia. I did it from living, you know, it's just going out on these streets, living my life and, and seeing different scenes go by. And I'm like, wow, let me write that down. And, and let me, you know, let me not internalize it. And, we put it on paper so it doesn't get all so it doesn't fill me up you know because you know when you put when you see the when you see that the type of things that i've seen that we've seen as human beings you know and you're going to compartmentalize it and you're going to tuck it deep and it's eventually going to come back to bite you so it's like getting that those experiences out on paper it um it saved me you know and, and it gives me it gives me an opportunity to, to you know, I'd rather I'd rather give these youngins directions than just ignore their ways. With that style in mind, we circle back to the nitty gritty slam and being the first team from Albany to compete at nationals. What made the Albany team stand out from the crowd of seventy-two others in the tournament? We we definitely didn't conform. We definitely no. was nonconformist when it came to their style or to that particular style. I think we went there um, to have fun. I think we went there to have fun. And it was a very important accolade to achieve for us, for our city. So going there and being raw, being us, having fun, I think that was, it was, it was, it wasn't about winning. It was about being there, being in the moment, having fun with people that you enjoy being around. You know, it was about, we all, we, you know, we, we, we all of us, we all argued, we, we laughed together. 
and we created great pieces. We created crappy pieces and we, we were able to come together and, and, and pull out the best in all of us, you know, from, from coach to, you know, the administration, you know, you, I think, I think we all pulled together to bring the best out of each and every one of us for that moment. And once again, it was a very important accolade to achieve. A few years ago, his focus changed and he went from performing on stage to teaching students in the classroom. I asked if he uses his art as a way to connect to his kids. No, I do not compartmentalize when it comes to my classroom. I, I enjoy my, my students' creative process on everything as far as like, you know, how they, how they do math. Like I had, I had a student show me something about math and I was like, wow, I didn't, I never looked at it like that before. And there's just always creative processes going on and that I'm involved in and you know, I have some students that are great writers and I was like, wow, that's, that's really awesome. Let's, let's see if we can, you know, meet up and during lunch and work on that, you know? So there's always opportunities to, to get the youth to work on their creativity. Algorithm can be seen on occasion at literary events and open mics in the area. And you can follow him on Facebook and Instagram. No, I, um, I, I write every day. That's, that's something that I do. I write every day. It's a part of me. It's my life. So, you know, it's just something that I do every day. Unless, I, you know, I develop some sort of arthritis that stops me from writing. I'll yeah. figure out a way to how to type it down. You know, they have voice to chat now. So I um, I write every day. That's that's just something I love doing. It, like It's therapeutic. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.